Today is October 24th. 24th. Yankees are eliminated. They get swept by the Astros in the LCS. So we're going to talk all about that. Let's talk Yanks. All right, we're here at Torch and Crown. If you're watching the video, I'm wearing a mink coat. It was freezing <laughs> here. This is kind of a fun prop we have at the office. Sam went and got all the warmest stuff. It's the most comfortable thing. So uh, I'm still wearing it. And... Uh, Probably the best part about tonight. Yankees get eliminated. My name is Jimmy. Jake's here. BBD in the corner. Playoffs. Everything we've done in the playoffs brought to you by John Boy Playoffs. The code you can use on SeatGeek to get 10% off tickets. Probably over baseball now. So go treat yourself and your loved ones to a concert. The ballet. Yeah. And you get 10% off the code John Boy. The theta. Season's over, Jake. Astros are celebrating on the field in the Bronx. They sure are. Jim, BBD, everyone that's hanging out at Tortured Crown, which is awesome. I mean, we we had a weird one. We knew what we signed up for, right? We were down 3-0 to Houston. We were hosting an event. And we uh, honestly, we had another awesome group of Yankee fans that knew what they signed up for. We are going to have fun. Uh, we knew what was ahead of us either way, right? Like, we knew this Houston team was going to be there at the end of this season. Jim, we do talking baseball now. Um, I I always laugh. I'd say once a month, Zoe from We Got Ice comes up to me, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, people come to you with their baseball takes. Like you do talking baseball, like the podcast. I'm like, yeah. Like he just sees me around the office as silly Jake. Um, and I said all year, like once the Yankees got hot, I was like, it's Yankees Astros. Like, oh, yeah. Well, it, the ALCS it was, goes through Houston until it doesn't. It's It's been lining up for that. We got nervous for a little bit, and we should have because we were Yankee fans, right? Um, and the Yankees looked horrible in the month of August, but then they kind of started to go again, and it was like, all right, so we're going to do this. Yankees-Houston, part three. Um, and they're so much better. Um, you know, there, there's a part of me that loves sports and loves being close, and, you know, you can look back at a couple of these games and you point to – one or two or three moments that change the game. But guess what? Those moments are what the Astros are really good at, and it's what the Yankees organization puts themselves in a position to fail at. And well, the and Yankee, it results in a sweep. I mean, I think that it is so telling when you see how the Yankees use their bullpen today and in Game 5 against the Guardians. And it's so telling. It's like, oh, so you guys do know there's, like, a best plan? Yeah. Like, they had the Weisiger warming up in the fourth. Wandy came out in the third. Oh, so you are fully aware yeah. that going to those two guys first is the best plan, but you'll only do it in elimination games. Because in game three, you went to Trevino first, ahead of the Weisiger. But you must know that's not the best plan if that's not what you're doing in the elimination game in game five so it's so frustrating because they just always play for tomorrow and that leads to no sense of urgency ever so much so that they used game one of the alcs as a let's see what montas and clark have for us game in a close one right and there's just i mean but that has been my complaint for two years now, right? And in the in the post Girardi era with Boone and and 
the crew of people making all these decisions, Cashman, the analytics department, the head of scouting, the head of the analytics, all the way down to the whole teams, all, all of that, like, there's no urgency. Ever. Game one of the ALCS. Yeah. Game one of the ALCS. Yeah. No urgency. But they know the best plan. Right. They know that bringing Wandy and Luizaga out as the first guys, as the firemen, as they get through the heart of the order, no matter where we are in the game plan, is the best plan. Because they'll do it when they have urgency, which is when they are a loss away from elimination. Yeah. So that's like as telling as it gets to the problem. And they, they uh, you know, hey, I bet, I bet. Whatever we're saying right now on Talking Yanks, and Jimmy's been trying to drive this home to anyone he's talking to, I bet Michael Kay's leaning in harder than anyone in that yes crew. Because guess what? They're fed up, man. Like, we, we've talked to a lot of those people. Want to know why? Because they should. Because it's logical. Well, because if you talk to anyone that was in our crowd tonight, or you talk whenever we're at the stadium and we talk to someone, even if it's a dap up and you have, like, one getaway sentence, everyone's on the same wavelength. Like, everyone gets it. But and, their, and PR, the, their PR spin... The way they talk about themselves, the way they run it, is like they're still in that 98 through 2004 window. And yeah. they don't know that they are closer to the Mets than they are the 98 through 2004 Yankees as far as like how they are perceived by the media, how their words and their decisions are thought of. Like They're becoming closer and closer to an embarrassment. And a joke. I mean, three different shortstops, three different leadoff hitters, three different five hole hitters, three different six hole hitters, three different seven hole hitters. They're becoming a joke around the league. They, they still think they're feared. They're not feared. Yeah. You got the Guardians, who are the worst team in the playoffs. They beat the Rays, two weird ass games. And the Guardians took you game fives. And I'm not saying that as disrespect to the Guardians. No. But I would. I wanted to face them more than Seattle or Toronto. Right. I think those are better teams overall. Yes and no. I think, I think Cleveland. They were feisty. I'm, I, not, trying to rip, know, I'm not trying to rip Cle Cleveland Cleveland here. took down Toronto. But in the end, what did you, know? you do? Cleveland took down Toronto. You, had, you, and went, and five, you went five games against Guardians and you lost right away in the LCS. What did you do? Right. They're going to hang their head on this and say it was a successful season. We got to the LCS. Well, and. Man, they're just their message is so lost on and the is crowd. There, Jeremy Pena just got given the ALCS MVP, and that is so fucking beautiful. Because guess what? These Astros, they let Carlos Correa walk, and they said, we got a kid. We're going to run him out there. Guess what? Nobody's known anything about a prospect ever. When a prospect gets called up to the major leagues, we find out. Will Myers who did some fun stuff for San Diego in their playoff run. He's had a nice career. He was a top three prospect. He was like, oh, special. He's going to be the dude. He had a nice career. He's never been a team's dude. Bryce Harper gets called up. Some, some of these guys flame out, and it doesn't work. They called up Jeremy Pena, who was a top 40 prospect. They let him run out all year at shortstop. He played good defense. He had like a 715 OPS, which this year was solid. The Yankees. Well, they've never had. Um... They had two shortstops that they played in this ALCS. Yeah, but they don't have who a history under of, 25. Yeah, I mean, Judge didn't do it. Glaber didn't do it in his first year. Andujar didn't do it in his first year. Gary didn't do it in his first year. It's like is they don't have a history of allowing kids to play in their rookie season and, and help a team and win. So well, why would they start now? Well, the, the Braves who did and won the World Series last year do, and the Astros who have a really good chance to do it this year. 
Yeah, they just drew a weird. They, they did a weird line because they've done it before. Part of this core is because they did love did that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the biggest thing is the, their message, and you can see, Yes Network ripping them, all media ripping them, every other team laughing at them. Is they are behind. They are they are uh, less than that. I think every every Yankees fan had a massive moment. Was it last year Boone said the league caught up? Yeah. Yeah. That was last year. Yeah. The Yankees haven't won a World Series since 09, and they said— They hadn't won the division. They said— this year they did, but when he said that— They said the league caught caught up. up. And man, oh man, I think for every Yankee fan, your heart sunk, and you were like, they don't think that, right? What about when they they had a 15-game lead, and it was like, okay, 15-game lead. Well, one of your biggest problems right now is shortstop. They, uh, he's not com- comfortable enough to play in the postseason. Let's uh, use that 15-game lead and start the rookies and see what you got. And there's a guy wearing a mink coat yeah. right now that said that forever. And I had to stop saying it because people were acting like I was a conspiracy theorist loon. And I feel somewhat vindicated that now that it happened and they didn't plan for it. And... Shout out to Ike if you played a decent game until that error. And dude, was I was, I was, whatever just, that was. I was just going there, man, because I, I think there's still people that sometimes get caught up in the whirlwind and they don't fully understand it. Like what IKF did this series was solid, and it was who he was. Like he, he put, he swung, he put his bat on the ball, and we talked to a lot of people inside, outside of the Yankees organization. He's supposed to be a utility guy. Like his strength is his versatility. And, and where he can be. And, you know, he can put a bat on the ball and he can have a two for four day. You know, that that's what makes him a really good baseball player. But the Yankees decided to make him their lockdown shortstop. And I, I can understand how that can get misconstrued and everything. And But when the Yankees had their season on the line in the DS, they went away from him. And we heard that in the walls of that building – there are the same fights that you have with your buddies or you've seen online or you've heard us have over it. And the fact that the Yankees internally are doing that means it's a problem. And we did our weird salad analogy the other night, and that's how the ingredients to this whole thing are a little messed up. That, you know, instead of up and down the lineup, finding the balance, and you, you've got this, like the Guardians have an identity and they know who they were and they were young and fiery. They were just a couple you know, either a couple years of experience or a couple players short. Houston, I mean, my God, talk about catching up. That's who you need to catch up to. They have been to the CS the last six years. Alex Bregman doesn't know a baseball season without the American League Championship Series being a part of it. They've gone to the World Series now four out of six. I think that's the number. I think so. So to think that you're on any level different than anyone else is just as obtuse as you can be. And, Jim, you mentioned it. There's a graphic that was going viral before about, you know, Houston's got a bunch of new age people in their front office running the team, and the Yankees have a bunch of people from 0304. I don't know. It feels like you'd at least need a mix. Don't get me wrong. I like, I like you know, there's something to cohesion and keeping people around. But, goddamn, uh, you, you knew – I knew. I'm not the smartest cat in the world. I knew that the Houston Astros were going to have to be beat in the American League this year to go to the World Series, and you got swept. You got swept, and Houston was never nervous for a second. 
So what's yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, but they're they're they didn't give a fuck. They're a good team, and they're made for the postseason, man. Every every guy was putting the ball in the play. Like they they get contact with pop. They're the guardians with pop. They don't strike out. They don't really swing and miss. But when they do hit it, they can get extra base hits. Better pitching, like better, well, yeah. But the, I mean, payroll, offensively, like, yeah, offensively, uh, yeah. And the the, you, the Yankees pitching was great. I mean, Nestor got hurt there and gives what? up that home run. But the Yankees pitching was good. Bullpen was good. Like Johnny Luizaga was really good. Wandy was good. Even Clay, as scared as I was, he was good. The way they used the bullpen was ridiculous. And. Um, Incohesive and multiple decisions made by multiple people. And like, uh, like you, you said. I, I mean, the decisions getting made. I mean, that's that's what hurts. And we, uh, we're you know, we're friendly with some of the guys. We we've had some of the guys' team turn on us this year because we we are like a part of the media. So they hear something and they're like, "Wait, what? What those guys say?" Guess what? Like, we want the Yankees to win. So I. Uh, you know, anything we said was to do the best for the New York Yankees. And I think the Yankees showed by the end of the postseason that some of the moves they made were to be the best for the team. And they should have made them earlier, tried them during the year. And there's a couple that they left unchallenged and uncontested. And they have an air to the Yankees that they don't understand is their weakness. Not having Matt Carpenter play in Texas was a disaster. A disaster. Believing in Donaldson all year and never giving a wrench of like, hey, dude, it might not work. I mean, he didn't hit that, all year. I think that's when we confused people, when we were like, hey, play, Do- play IKF at third and bench Donaldson. <clears throat> I think people kind of took a step back and were like, oh. Dude. Oh, shit. Dude. I would have made that How about also a th- I think they're trying to get us to wrap up. I won my bet on uh, Judge led the league. We'll do more reflective stuff maybe. I try to move on fast. DraftKings is the official sports betting partner of the NBA. Any $5 money line bet, get $200 in free bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team win only. DraftKings Sportsbook, promo code JOHNBOY. Minimum age and eligibility streaking applies to show notes for details. Download DraftKings. As far as the regular season goes, it was it was awesome. They were, the first half was so fun. They were winning every game. They were coming back like crazy. Then it was dreadful. It was the worst base what we saw and then it was history and the home run chase and that was really fun too but you know some of the glaring mistakes everyone been talking about for a long time and then you run out the lineups you did and the different positions you did and man the excuses they made about the roof uh, I've never been more embarrassed um, a couple things this season I've never been more embarrassed to be a fan of and have to deal with as a fan is like the manager and the players making the excuse, like leave that to the fans and the reporters and the other people. That's, that's as clear as it gets. And that's what I'm saying. Like the PR, like the, the messaging is just bad. Openly admitting you had David Ortiz give a speech about the 04 Red Sox to the Yankees is as lost as lost gets. Can you imagine if there were, they said, if Alex Cora said, I just had Derek Jeter FaceTime the, the clubhouse to give him a motivational speech, the Red Sox. Can you imagine how much you would laugh in the face of that if you were a, Red, a, Yan- if you're a Yankees fan and you hear that Cora had Jeter FaceTime into Fenway to give a motivational speech? That's r- real deal what 
Boone did. Yeah. That's a, and then he had told people about it. That's, no. I know that these guys on the team didn't grow up Yankees fans and like, but what? It's, uh, uh, like maybe two of the more, like, this is who I'm, like, I felt like how I make fun of, we, how the Mets have been made fun of for the last decade. Yeah. That's what the Yankees became at points this postseason. Oh, horribly. Horribly. And I, it's pathetic. And that's, uh, those are, those two things. You know, we ev- oh, Jesus. Everyone guys. saw that Hoke. If you didn't, Hoke had a tweet going viral before, and we're like, "What? What?" Um, that it's just it's kind of unreal. Um, like if uh, I think if we were running the team, I think we'd put that we'd put the DVD in a second just to see the heads turn and be like, "Wait, they're not really fucking doing this, right?" And then we'd be like, "No, dude. If we're gonna do this, we gotta make our own story, <laughs> not our rivals that did it against us." Um, and yeah, man, I you know we are getting closer and closer to the situation. You know, pe- people ask us tonight. People ask us, you know, oh yes, network. Do you guys have to hold back on what you say? Not really. I mean, we like the we we love the players are and who they are as a people, but we're fans, and like we we have to kind of give our fan perspective on it. So we do, and it's um as we get closer, some of the things we find out, it's their organizational problems that um you know baseball's got a little bit of luck of the draw to it and some of the analytics guys lean into that super hard and i think it buys them an extra year on their career but the houston astros guess what whatever they're doing works because they've been to the alcs six straight years world series four out of six so never lost a five game series you know, and they don't go around saying, "Oh, anything could happen in five game set." No, nope. we'll just win it. The the team we're that, built for the playoffs. The team that the team that wins never says, "Boy, did we get lucky this year." No, they they say we won. We were the best team. We were and, dominant. And we're gonna have a lot of off season talk about yeah. this. But like, if Rizzo's gone, and if Judge is gone, if the players left. Yeah. It's crazy. This, um, you know. Because you got DJ who can hit but no position. Stan, DH. JD, I kept Donaldson. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we got to wrap up this and put a put a bow on the season, but the, we will have a lot of episodes dissecting the offseason and keep going. We usually take a little bit of a break. Maybe by the end of the World Series, we'll yeah. be back and talking to Yanks. Or who, who, as soon as there's news. Yeah, there's usually it's a news. going to be a presser. There's usually a, this week. there's usually a news episode, and then there's a uh, you know, and then at some point we start going to two a week, and it it just starts lining up. So, um, you know, as always, thank you guys. Actually, before I do the thank you, I want you to think about what Jim just said because we've done it a couple times now, and man. The Yankees roster and everything around it, it gets funky quick. It gets funky quick. So I know base, baseball is a sport of change, and it changes a lot every year more than you think. It might be big stuff, and obviously Judge is the storyline of the year. So uh, that's going to get crazy. Um, I'll, I'll do my thing. Thank you, everyone. Um, this year has been nuts. When we go to Yankee Stadium, like we're fucking celebrities. It's like kind of scary sometimes, but it's cool. Um, thank you, uh, and everything with our company and everything I, I was doing a year back, you know, unfortunately the annual Yankee loss, uh, episode has become a thing. 
and uh, Sam is usually there for them, and I picture that. Which that's a which thing sucks, for twenty nine teams. Which which sucks, and I know, and it's tough, and there's going to be a year it's not, and that's going to be awesome. Um, but you know, our our company from Shoebox in the Bronx to you know, this is our first year in the Manhattan office, and we've got a ton of employees and stuff, and it's crazy. So, thank you to Talking Yanks. That's where it all started. Um, you know, and and hey, I uh, this year going to Billy's and stuff was funny with fucking Joes and. It'd be funny. People would come up that wouldn't know me, and they'd say, hey, John Boy, can I get a pick? And I'd be like, hell yeah, let's get a pick. And then it'd be funny because I'd have guys come up, and they'd be like, what do you think about Trevino? And we'd be in fucking Billy's deep diving into Trevino's pitch mix and shit. And that's what makes Yankee fandom and all of it so perfect. So John, as always, BBD, um, and everyone at fucking John Boy Media, because even if you're doing Talking Yanks stuff or you're doing anything, you're attached to Talking Yanks like you just are. So... Um, thank you guys and uh, get them next year, right? Next year's going to be wild. I think it's going to be a wild, wild offseason. In the next week, <clears throat> we'll know what direction it's going. Because <clears throat> first thing you got to do is who's the GM? Cashman's contract is up. Con- yeah, right now the Yankees don't have a GM. So, and that has to happen quick. If you want to try and re-sign Judge, if you want to try and re-sign the people, as I'm, quit, I'm, I'm guessing they're going to bring keep Cashman around and 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 re-up him if that's what he wants and that's what he wants. If but, he wants it, it's his job. But I mean, that has to officially happen quick before you can get started and everything else. So yeah, like you know, Jake said, thank you everyone. You know, you know the scene in Batman when they go to the police station and they're saying we're trying to catch the Batman. Yeah. And they're you know it's all fake candidates because they don't want to catch Batman because he's a good guy. Good guy. Early candidates for GM, Jeter and Joe's McFly. Okay. That's who I've got. Good combo. All right. Thank you, guys. Love you. We'll see you. We'll be back probably like next week. Yeah. Whenever that presser happens. Never ends. Go Yanks. 2023. Here we come. Oh, shit. Go Phils.